Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast, coming to you again with a shorter one while I'm out with the dogs. And just, this is where I'm recording right now, kind of accepted as part of like the summer months, and I do have a longer one planned that I will be sitting down recording and editing, because when I have those longer ones with different bridges or tips and all of that ends up being a little bit more gaps or a little bit more of followings, I like to edit those a little bit more. Anyway, today's topic comes to you with inspiration from an exercise video that I was doing today because my preference for how I like to work out is just doing a home workout with a video. I like the video aspect because I don't want to decide or choose my workout. That's a time where I don't want to have to think. And I don't really go to the gym anymore because just the time to get there, all of that. I just decided that I prefer working out at home. And in the beginning of my intuitive eating journey, I kind of stopped doing more of structured workouts and moved my body with walking outside and moving it in a less structured way because that felt better to me. I was really focused on my relationship with food over my relationship with exercise and because I found a lot around exercise was very triggering for me and I still find it in exercise videos now they don't trigger me anymore because this is something I've worked around and really just kind of like oh I embrace it as like oh this is like part of it but it's not what I think about exercise it's not what I think about taking care of my body And on a side note, that is why one of my long-term goals for my monthly membership will be to include an exercise workout. It's because it's how I prefer to work out. And to actually have videos in a space where you know you can do the workouts and not have diet culture references as your motivation. Because the instructor, like... I enjoyed the workout (laughs) that it was, but she started off with me like, oh, this is a great one to scorch calories and torch fat. I'm like, why is this our reference? And I'm just sitting there listening and you get those references around torching calories, scorching your fat, losing the belly fat, making your abs better, more toned, lifted butt, like all these things that are said as in... Your body will be better when you do these things. And that's not how, I I mean, actually, it is kind of outrightly said that. It's like, oh, lifted booty. That's what we want. Everybody wants that. Or everybody wants toned abs. Or everybody wants strong toned arms. Like That message is played a lot in these different videos and given as the motivation of like doing this exercise will give you this result. And it goes into like societal standards, society saying what's attractive. But I'm always just like sitting there laughing in my head of like, I find it silly now. <laughs> Before when I would hear that, I would would go to more of like judging my body when I was dieting of like, oh yeah, like I want that thing instead of like what my body is at right now. Now I just kind of laugh at it and remind myself that like I'm there because I love how moving my body helps me to take care of my body. I love that as a way to take care of my body, to make my body strong, to have good mobility so that way I can move and live my life in the way that I want to. And like using that, like that's where my motivation comes from. It's from taking care of my body. 
which is why I want to be able to provide that space eventually. It's a couple year down the road plan. And because within the next several months, I plan to launch the membership in case you're wondering, because I know I mentioned it as being a goal to launch it in June and just still recording the videos, creating handouts. Just want to get that stuff created before we start. So if you're interested, just stay tuned for information and I'll just keep sharing information through this anyway. And because there's multiple ways and there's no wrong or right way to go through an intuitive eating journey. And that experience is just going to work out and take the steps when you're ready for them. I think it definitely can be limiting limiting for people to not have that space to do exercises that aren't kind of triggering some of those different thoughts. Because I know I've talked about in the podcast before where I don't really believe in avoiding triggers because it just kind of continues to be like, oh, this thing triggers me like this thing then has control over how I'm going to respond to that thing. So that's why I don't really like it because I like taking back of like, like somebody can say that now and it doesn't trigger me. Like I can hear that as the motivation and it doesn't really affect me. And that I think is a good place. Like at least for myself, that's where I decided I wanted to land because then I can just I don't have to be on the lookout to avoid something that's going to trigger me. And there's obviously different levels of that. And I even said in the beginning that I didn't exercise right away because I had other things that I wanted to focus on. And that's perfectly okay, too. But finding those different things, because I see that as one of the ways that people will deal with something that makes them feel bad about themselves or makes them want to diet again is they completely try to avoid and eliminate that thing from their life. And I do think it goes in stages of like, yes, that can be helpful when there's other things to focus on, but unless you want to continually be avoiding that thing, then I think it's useful to work on our mindset around that thing so we don't have to avoid it just because that's just an extra stress of something to think about. Because no matter what, at some point we're probably going to be exposed to it and if it's something that we have to avoid in order to feel good, that's greatly going to impact us. So what do you do in this situation? Because that's really what this episode is about. So whether that is being around a coworker who's talking about their new diet or a friend who's talking about wanting to lose weight or talking mad about their body or something like this where it's an exercise class and somebody references something that makes you feel like I need a diet to change my body because where my body's at right now is not good enough. And any of those that lead more of like the shame motivation versus something that feels really good to you and where you would prefer that motivation to come from and how it impacts your then relationship with food, exercise and body image because that relationship will then influence how you take care of yourself. So there are different stages for this. I find the first one saying we're just going to roll with this exercise example since that's what I led into with. Um, But if you hear them talking about scorching calories, getting bikini ready, whatever it is, if that's what kind of triggers you to then feeling bad about your body, that first place to start if you're ready to address that so that way it's not something that triggers you anymore and it's never perfect. Like we do get to eventually a place of where it doesn't bother us at all. But if it does bother you some, don't judge that either. Cause this first stage is really 
that part where it's awareness building. So that's when it's like, okay, what about that sentence and hearing that person say that then makes me feel bad. Well, then I'm thinking that my body is not good enough or that I have to do more or wondering if I'm doing it the right way to get the maximum benefit from it and scorch as much calories as possible. And if we're spending a lot of time in that, it's like then how we're thinking about that sentence and what we're making that sentence mean is then what's making me feel bad. Because when we can identify what we're making that trigger mean, then we start to get a little bit of control back because we see that part of like what we're making it mean is actually what is making us feel bad. And if we can recognize that what we make it mean is what makes us feel bad, then we take back a little bit of that control and power over how we're feeling because then it's not what that person said or what that instructor said that is truly making us feel bad. It's coming back to the way we're thinking. Because when we get that place, we want to process that emotion. We want to see what that is. We want to question, like, is this something that I want to believe? Because if we use this of what I've worked through in the past of, I mean, I don't know if it was this exact phrase, but we're going to continue to roll with it because it's what I had that triggered this podcast episode is of scorching and torching calories to like, you know, lose belly fat, lose, make our abs better or tone our butt, like all those things that in the past would have made me think that my body was better if I was those things. It's like, is that true? Like, do I want to believe that some bodies or some shapes or my body is better if it's in a certain condition than if it's in another? And that like wasn't true for me of like, I did not want to believe that because I didn't want to be subject to my body. I didn't want my relationship with my body to be subject to these different standards because even if we are comparing for what society says right now for it, like we can look back over the decades and see what's considered the most attractive body in quotation marks, uh, is changed just by somebody deciding like, oh yeah, that's like, what's the new, like, and it just starts and then it's a movement and all of a sudden these are like, this is what's most attractive. And so do we want to be subject to that standard changing? Because then as soon as that standard changed, like you could be attractive one day and then all of a sudden it changed and now you have to change your body in order to still be like attractive, which is just silly and just this whole spiral that is not productive or useful because it makes your relationship with your body and your self-esteem, your self-confidence and how attractive you view yourself as dependent on other people because there's trends and like the standards just change over time. Like sometimes it sticks skinny, sometimes it's curvy and it can switch back and forth and what's considered curvy can change on like the actual size of that. And so it's just a lot to keep up with. And it's not where I decided I wanted to keep my energy. So being able to recognize like, like these are the reasons I don't actually think that thought's true. It's just kind of one of those thoughts that got downloaded and programmed to my brain that I just picked up from the world around me, but I don't agree with it. So then when it starts to come up with me, when I would hear somebody reference like scorching calories, torching calories, doing that, it's like, Oh yeah, like I used to believe that, but now I don't. 
And it would still bring up some of the emotional response around it. But like the more I would practice being like, oh, yeah, these are the reasons I don't agree with that. And choosing that for myself of how I wanted to think about that and then continuing to explore it in different ways, allowing myself to feel however I was feeling about it and then also choosing how I wanted to think, how I wanted to feel around it. Then slowly over time, sometimes it happens like really quickly and sometimes it takes months to really make that transition. It just depends on how frequently we're doing it. And practicing it and how ingrained of a belief it is but then over time it's like that thing doesn't continue to trigger you in the same way that it did before because you've changed your relationship with that thing with that statement with that exercise with whatever it is because then eventually it's like you don't even have to put any effort into it not bothering you And you don't even have to put effort into that. So that way it just kind of rolls off you and in one ear out the other of like, you don't even really hear it or recognize it. And you can just let that person have their beliefs. Then you get to have your beliefs around food, exercise, body image, health. And from there, you just get to take care of yourself in the way that feels best for you and decide what you want to experience and how you want to talk to yourself, what you want your relationship with those to be, so that you can feel better. So that way you can feel your healthiest. So that way you take care of your body and yourself in the way that you want to. And that is so much easier when you're not putting energy and effort into avoiding something. All right. That's what I have for you on this topic today about dealing with those different diet culture triggers and i hope you enjoyed this week's episode and i'll talk to you next week